Have you ever looked around your business and thought to yourself, is this it? Are you making money, but yet you want more? Or maybe you have ideas in your head, but you're just not sure how to develop them into a revenue stream. Welcome to the Caged Vision Podcast with Carrie Roan and Lisa Beck, where we help you unlock your business potential and scale your business beyond trading time for money. Each week, you'll hear ideas, interviews, and case studies of others who, like you, are subject matter experts and want more from their business. Let's do this. Okay, Lisa, we are back for another week of the Cage Vision Podcast, and we're talking about confidence confidence to pursue your vision of who you want to be and what you want to do. And I love this topic. You have said that as soon as we started talking about this as a topic, you said, oh my gosh, this is going to be one of the best. Because I feel like we as a society, as a culture, people get so locked in to what they do and who they are, and they lack confidence to try new things. They lack confidence to be adventurous. And I think because I'm someone that constantly likes to try new things, go new places, even to the point of trying new careers. And I wish more people were enthusiastic when other people go, hey, I'm going to try something new. What you're saying is that you need to build up the confidence because people don't like it when you do things that they don't know you for. Meaning they try to put you into a category or bucket. And when you do things that they don't know or don't think you should be doing, it makes them uncomfortable. And they express that uncomfort towards you. And it all goes back to, I guess, a fear at the end of the day of if you have someone that knows you and loves you, that's friends with you, and they know who you are, and all of a sudden you go, hey, I'm going to go try this. I think part of their being fearful for you is that they don't want you to fail because they don't want you to suffer in any way because their first reaction is, what's going to happen if you fail? What's going to happen if this doesn't work out? Because they don't want that for you. So let's talk about that because I am one who's just, let's go. And my wife, we've talked about it. She's going to say, now walk me through this. Why are you doing this? And I'm just on down the path because evolving and continuing to learn and to grow is something that I firmly believe every person, every business should do. You can't rest. You can't stop. We talked last week on our Friday fun fact about the number of college graduates that only read three books for the rest of their life after they graduate. That is a horrific statistic to me. I think I read three before I graduated. I, I never really finished any of my books that I was supposed to read. It's only once I fell in love with things that I was doing that I just really, really jumped into it and just can't stop learning. So really at the heart of what we're saying is you have to continue to evolve and change until you find that thing that you love so that you'll have the confidence to pursue it. Because if you don't, then as soon as someone says something, what's he going to do? You're going to stop. You're going to go, oh, maybe you're right. Maybe I shouldn't do that. Or maybe I haven't thought it through enough. Or maybe or this or that. And then you give yourself a million and one reasons why you shouldn't do it. Yes. And so today's podcast is all about the confidence to pursue that vision. Because at the end of the day, you're going to get questions. People are going to say, 
that's not what she's supposed to do. She's an accountant. What's she doing in real estate? Or there's no way they're going to be successful doing this. You have to ignore it and be confident on your path. So we've got some stories and some tips and some takeaways. So Lisa, why don't you start it off with number one? Well, the first thing in having confidence is you see a need and it's something that thrills you. It's something you really want to do and you get up enough confidence and you decide to act on that. So you see a need. That could be someone that asks you for something that doesn't exist. So you could handle that two ways. No or yes and, which we like to say often. No is that doesn't exist. We don't have that package solution already. Yes and is let me find a way. We've actually both listened to Don Miller's podcast, which is fabulous. And we were comparing notes, but Lisa beat me to the punch. So she gets to tell this story. I get to tell this story. So it's a story of Jared Blandino and Jeremy Johnson. And they are the originators of a cosmetic line called Too Faced Cosmetics. But the intriguing aspect of this story, which goes with what we're talking about today, is they both worked for Estee Lauder and they were using products from a lot of different lines and they were going home at night and concocting their own cosmetics that then they were going back and selling to their customers in like Tupperware containers and stuff because they didn't believe that the products they wanted existed. So they were creating them. Yes, I love that. And I, think it, was, I think it was Jared, the one that was actually doing that. And he actually got caught and he got by, fired. by a security camera because he would make people buy all the different products. So he was crushing it in sales, right? right? But he would take all of those products home, mix them up, create something, and then they would come back and bring it up. And they said, you can't do that. I mean, I get with a large corporation, you have to question, what are you doing? Why are you doing it that way? And there's probably some liability that... Confident there's yeah, some liability. something there that hadn't been addressed where you're mixing chemicals together and you don't know... But apparently, he became pretty well known for it. He saw a demand, and they pursued it. So they created the cosmetic company, Too Faced. In fact, any of you girls out there, women, I guess we're women now, in the 80s, we were girls, and he created Glitter Eyeshadow. That's sort of their claim to fame. They went on to really pursue the creation of this cosmetic line, doing it at night. And they were told that there was no need and there was already enough. And they just kept doing what they knew needed to be done. But they just racked up credit cards. They were $250,000 in debt on credit cards. Yep. And their parents were like, Whoa, what? what are you doing? They're like, it's going to work. We know it's going to work. And they kept pushing forward. They got knocked down. They got back up. They had the confidence to say, no, we know this is going to work. And they sold their company to Estee Lauder. Back to the company that, that fired them. That fired them, which I love. It was $1.5 billion. Was that it? Yes, yeah, it was a billy goat. I think it's awesome. I think it's totally awesome. And they love it so much. The guy said, look, we love what we're doing. We hit it out of the ballpark. Nothing's changed. We didn't buy a boat. We didn't buy a huge house. We didn't we're just keeping it. They're so passionate about it. And they couldn't walk away from it. Anyway. You were talking earlier about the pendulum swinging on confidence. Yes. And I think that this story totally exemplifies that. Because at the beginning, when they told everybody what they were doing, like their parents yes. and their friends, and they were racking up credit card debt, then everyone was looking at them going, what are you doing? You know, that question of, have you yes. lost your mind? Yes. 
And then after they became successful, the pendulum swings the other way because all of a sudden everyone realizes, oh, wait, they're not crazy. They really Uh, are successful. So the cycle. I know what you were trying to remind me of. And then people come back to you and say, now tell me what you're doing. That's really interesting. So the first first thing, the tone of their voice. So, oh, what are you doing? Oh, that's interesting. Sort of a little bit of undermining. Ignore it. That will build. And you'll have more headwinds until there's a breaking point. And then someone will say, tell me what you're doing. Oh, that's interesting. Tell me more. And then people want to learn. They see the momentum that you're getting. And then ultimately, they're like, oh, my gosh, you were brilliant all along. But you're not going to get that up front. You have to build up the confidence to just look at the headwinds and keep pressing on. That's it. Number two takeaway You need to see into the future and then come back into the present and make it a reality. Yeah. So I love this one because we talk about caged vision a lot. This really symbolizes caged vision. The other day I was at lunch and someone was teasing me about caged vision and he's like, oh, I'm in a cage, Uh, sort of joking around. And that's okay. Not everyone's our audience, but he just clearly didn't get it. Clearly he's never had caged vision. But if you do have it, you know that I need to see into the future. It's that feeling trapped that you can't. In order for you to act and have that confidence and move forward, you have to go into the future and say, yes, this is where I want to go. This is what could be. But then you have to come back to reality and you have to start the hard work. Seth Godin said the emotional labor of working through the hard stuff, that's where genius lies, right? So you have to go to where you want to be and then come back to where you are and just do the emotional labor with the hard stuff. So my story here is Elon Musk. How many people laughed at Elon Musk with the electric car? I did because in my mind, what I had, the vision of an electric car was I had a friend growing up and we had this go-kart and it was awesome. And I don't know what engine it had, but it had a good engine. It was fast. And he got an electric go-kart and it was a piece of junk. It just didn't go fast. Kind of just worthless, right? So when someone announces an electric car and they had never done it on the scale and taken it where Elon knew it could be, of course, you're going to question it. Now, I wasn't a hater. I don't care enough to be a hater, but... Elon took a lot of heat, still takes heat. And what does he do? He just keeps pressing on. Not only am I going to create the fastest four-door sedan and just going to be an amazing vehicle, but I might build an 18-wheeler. And oh, by the way, I might build a rocket that goes up into space and then comes back and we can use it again. How about that? That is definitely someone who's looking into the future, but making it a reality. And confidence, because their stories about when the rocket went up, came down, crashed. All right, let's go back and rebuild it. He didn't sit there and cry and fold. Everybody's saying, can't do it, you can't do it. He knew it was going to happen. He had the confidence. All right, number three, Lisa. Know that you'll have to evolve. And this may be my favorite because if you have the confidence to start and you have an idea in your head that you're like, I really want to do this. In fact, we are an example of that as well as we move forward with what we're doing. Things tend to evolve based on new information. You're still going down a path of exploring something that you want to do, but you have to be willing to evolve and move forward. And that can also get you more flat from people because they're like, wait, I thought you were going to be, I thought you were doing this. Yeah, you're right. Just because you've gone down and you've seen into the future and then we come back to reality and you start, doesn't mean the path is clear. No one says that. 
Elon Musk's path has not been clear. And you learn. If you stop learning, if you don't evolve, if you don't pivot, it's certainly not going to end well for you. That's part of the process. And we have a good example here. I have three daughters, and so I feel very confident in giving this example. Taylor Swift is my example. And when she first started out, all the chatter was about, well, Taylor Swift, she's not really country. And then she crushed it in country. And then she changed a little bit, and they said, she's not really country pop, she's country. And then she changed a little bit more and she's not Main Street pop, she's country pop. And every time she just keeps pushing, keeps evolving, and she's got the confidence because she knows where she's going and she's not letting the haters, the people that don't know her vision, they can't see inside her head. She's not letting them hold her back. She's crushing it. She's crushing it. She has the confidence to evolve her vision, to explore bigger and better, really enjoy what she wants to do. That's the confidence. And I think the confidence comes from that desire to push yourself beyond where you're comfortable. Ultimately, if you have the confidence to push yourself beyond the place where you're comfortable right now, that's where growth comes from. Someone said that a lot more eloquently than I just did. I actually am standing here thinking, wow, he really said that quite well, because that's the bottom line to having confidence. You sound surprised. <laughs> maybe not surprised. Well, maybe a little bit, but not really. I think the bottom line is we all have to grow. And yes. what is it that holds us back from having the confidence to grow? There is a book that I cannot find. This guy tells a story and Michael Jordan and all the big time elite players would go to practice and then they would go to this guy and he would work them into the ground. And I think it was Michael Jordan where he was in a practice and he was just grinding and grinding, working him so hard that Michael Jordan threw up and he stood over him, threw a towel and said, once you clean that up and gather yourself, come get me. We'll get back to practice. That is pushing yourself to a point where you can grow because if you're the best... I think you just scared our audience to death. No, well, you don't have to be Michael Jordan. The point is this. Push yourself so that you can grow. That's the only place. That's the only way you're going to do it, right? That's the only way you're going to do That's it. That's the only way you're going to do it. Yeah. So we've talked about Michael Jordan. Yes, we have. Taylor Swift. Yes. Elon Musk. And Two-Faced. Wow, what an episode this is. It's just fabulous. It is just fabulous. So the confidence to pursue your vision. Thank you so much for listening. And we look forward to next time. Thank you for listening to the Caged Vision podcast. And don't forget to come back next week to hear more ideas, interviews, and case studies of others who just like you are subject matter experts and want more from their business.